Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm Melody Pormirati. And as you know, we are open for enrollment in the Girl Life Certification Program. We are welcoming new women to join us to step into a brand new business endeavor in the business of empowering girls. We provide you with the certification, the curriculum, the credentials, and most importantly, the amazing community of women around the globe who are running these workshops and earning for the very valuable work that they are doing. We want you to be a part of the Girl Life family. If you'd like to get involved, please check us out at www.getgirlpower.com. And on the topic of our workshops, today's guest is Leah Eshigoff, such a brilliant, bright light in the world. She is a young girl who has been a participant in our workshop and uh, has come to share with all of you what it's like from the inside. What is it like to be a Girl Life Girl and learn these messages and take them with you through life? So welcoming Leah Eshigoff. I hope you enjoy this episode. I am so excited to introduce you to Leah Eshigoff, this amazing, brilliant, entrepreneurial young lady. Uh, Welcome, Leah, to the Girl Life family, to the community. Uh, To start off, I'm going to have you say your name, talk a little bit about, well, talk about how old you are and talk a little, little bit about what the pandemic has been like for you. So I'm Leah Eshigoff. Um, I'm in seventh grade. I'm like 12. I'm going to be 13 soon. Um, and the pandemic has kind of changed my life, but in positive ways and negative. Um, like at first it was a bit scary because we didn't know what was going to happen, but there were a lot of things like in a little toolbox and each tool I was able to use. Um, to help me get through the pandemic. Like um, there were a lot of things that, for example, I followed a couple of people like on social media that shared quotes every day that were able to help me um, just hearing them and hearing the positivity kind of made all the negative stuff like in the news and with everything that was happening in the world, it kind of made it all uh, feel a little better by kind of lowering the amount of negativity and bringing up the positivity. And um, also just every day um, when we started to get back into school, like when we were hybrid or when we were remote, it was still better than when we were just doing work without seeing our teachers or knowing what was happening. But now um, we can really see more of other people and kind of start to go back to normal. Amazing. Amazing. And like, didn't I tell you guys that Leah's brilliant? Like talk about, uh, you know, a, a girl who looks at her inner toolkit and chooses which tools serve her at which time. So I I'm so proud of you. And I hope you're proud of yourself, Leah, for handling uh, a difficult time in such a graceful way and feeling what you felt, but also knowing that you have to be in charge of 
what you allow into your life and what you need to turn the volume down on. So that's amazing. And Leah, I have to tell everyone what just happened in like full transparency to the listeners of this podcast, to whoever's watching this on Zoom. Uh, Leah and I started the podcast. We started recording or so I thought. (laughs) And it's so funny because we were at a point in our conversation where we were talking about failure and how failure can be a good thing and how we learn from failure. And guess what I realized? I realized I hadn't been recording and we were at the like so-called end of the podcast. And so I said to Leah, I'm like, hey, Leah, guess what? We're not actually recording right now. <laughs> and, you know, it was a it was a great lesson. It was a great moment for both of us because we were saying how with failure, It's when you fail, you learn a little something about getting it right the next time. Failure is feedback. Failure is information. So the reason this podcast is being recorded this time is because I failed at it the first time, right? (laughs) High five, Leah. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to get to, Leah, a, a bunch of women in our community. I told them that we would be interviewing a girl life girl. And they gave me a whole slew of questions to ask you. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to ask their questions. I have a few of my own as well. Um, Is that cool with you? Yeah. Okay. And before I go into it, um, what what do I want to do before I go into it? Yes. Before I go into I want to share that Leah is one of our Girl Life girls. She used to attend our local Girl Life workshops. Um, when it all began here, it all began in, in my living room, which I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the dining room, looking at the living room. Leah used to come here with 15, 20 other girls, and, and we had our empowerment workshops. She's now in seventh grade, so she's kind of phased out, which is totally, totally cool. Um, but she is a girl life girl. And, and I really wanted you guys to, to hear firsthand from someone who's been a participant in our workshops, what it's like, how she's grown and how she's used the tools that she's, she's learned about in her own life. So, all right, with that intro, I'm going to go right into the questions. Uh, Velvet and Heidi both, both actually asked the same question. Uh, they asked, what's one tool you learned in the workshops that's helped you the most? So one tool that I learned in the workshops, um, I actually have a scenario that happened based off of this, but I kind of learned that you have to kind of uh, think of how things are affecting you. So if things make you feel off or they don't make you feel so good, you have to make sure that you care about that and how you can make yourself feel better. So kind of, I think I was in fifth grade at the time. Um, One day came home from school and I told my mom that I don't think my friends really appreciated me for who I was. So because I realized that, because they weren't really making me feel so good, um, I was able to find new friends that were, um, they made me feel good about myself. And we were kind of able to do whatever we wanted with each other. We could say anything without having to feel insecure. That definitely made me feel a lot better. 
I love that. I love that. I love how you took one of the tools and used it in your own life in a positive way and, and a, in a way that made you feel good, right? All about the good vibes and figuring out what it is that you need to get yourself there. Doesn't mean it's not okay to feel what you feel, but it's also important to take ownership of feeling better. So thank you yes. for sharing that. Okay. Um, okay. So Tari is asking, how have you used what you've learned in our workshops in your own life, whether it's your family life, your school life, uh, again, your life with your friends? Um, so I've actually used it many times, like the scenario I just said. Um, but also, like, even during the pandemic, um, just all of these things, like checking in on yourself, and um, kindness, because I had to learn not only to be kind to myself, but to kind of be able to be there for other people when things got tough for them, um, especially throughout the pandemic. And all of these, um, I learned them throughout uh, all the workshops I've been to for Girl Life, but also even not just through the workshops, but still through girl life, like on social media, I've been able to learn these things from wherever I am. That's so. awesome. And again, it just shows how brilliant you are, Leah, in looking in different places to find what it is that you need. Uh, like, you know, following girl life, you know, you're going to get empowering messages there, following other uh, accounts that make you feel good. And, and what do you think about unfollowing accounts that don't make you feel good or don't have messaging that works for you? Well, if there are like certain accounts that I don't feel are really working for me, um, I probably won't keep looking at them because if they're not really working for me, they're probably going to bring me down. And I don't really want that to happen. So I'll probably try to just stay away from looking at those negative things and to keep looking at what does keep me happy. Because although those things are still happening and I don't like to see certain things, um, I could just bring up the amount of positivity I'm seeing and hearing and just that will make me feel a lot better. So smart. I love it. I love it. And Leah, I don't know what that sound is, but it sounds like, are, are you by any chance holding your phone as we're chatting? Um, no, I'm using my iPad. Oh, uh, sounds like a little ruffling, like something. And it, I only hear it when you're talking. I don't know what it is, but just wanted to bring it to your attention just because we want to make sure everyone can hear all the amazing things that you're sharing. Okay. Try again. Can you hear it now? Nope, not anymore. All clear. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to move on. Uh, Ivy asked an amazing question. She asked if you see yourself as a leader. Um, in certain ways, I do see myself as a leader because with certain things, I like to kind of be um, the light in the dark, the one that not, well, Yes, to stand out, but mainly because I want to be able to um, be the positivity in the in the negativity. So in certain 
bad um, circumstances, if something bad happens and everyone is kind of feeling down and they don't really feel too good, um, I like to be able to make everyone else feel good for other people to um, be able to be happy because seeing other people sad also can bring me down. And I know that's the way with a lot of other people. So I don't want that to happen. And that just shows what a big heart you have. You have such a big heart and you're leading with your heart, right? Uh, that, that to me is the greatest definition of a leader somebody who uses their big heart to help themselves feel better, but to also take that outside of themselves and show that kindness to other people and try to make other people feel better too. So that's amazing. And what a beautiful, beautiful answer to the question. Okay. So Anne asked, what causes you the most stress? And how do you find your way through the stress? So uh, schoolwork probably causes the most stress because over time, it becomes a lot of work from each individual subject. And when it all adds up, it feels a bit overwhelming. Um, So whenever that happens, I will use my resources so others might look at other things that either make them feel happy, but don't really work for other people. Um, But I kind of like to um, not stay in my own bubble, but I don't really like to look too much at like social media and what other people are doing. And I kind of just want to focus on how to help myself feel less stressed. Like maybe I could read a book or I could look at other things that make me feel good. Um, Like sometimes I even open up my girl life book and I just read some pages and that's very, um, it's relaxing and it's just nice to hear some good things to learn about. Thank you, Leah. And I'm so glad that you opened that book up. That's exactly what it was designed for. Do you have, uh, Leah's talking about the book XOXO from a girl who gets it. I think I published that two, three years ago now. Yeah, it's exactly three years this month, which is crazy. It feels like yesterday. Uh, Do you have a favorite message from the book? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite, but I feel like just every single page felt like its own little lesson. And with everything, even like the illustrations were able to help me kind of see more of how, um, like what it was sending, what message it was sending. And just everything, when it all came together on the page, it just really showed um, a nice message. And it was very nice to just look at. Thank you. Thank you for being one of our readers. It makes me happy. So I, I still have more questions that everybody else has, but there's something I really don't want to forget to ask you about. I am holding up a scrunchie over here, and this is a scrunchie that Leah made herself, okay? Leah has started a business making scrunchies and maybe other things that I'm not aware of, but Leah, can you tell everyone a little bit about your entrepreneurial endeavor, uh, what you create, and if anyone wanted to perhaps purchase one of these scrunchies, how they could do that? Um, so I have a small business. It's called Leo's Little Surprises. I actually have 
an Instagram and I recently created a TikTok account for it. Um, but I hand make many uh, things like I made this scrunchie. Um, and I also make a bunch of other things like dream catchers and Zen gardens. Um, Zen gardens. Leah made me the most, and I'm going to have to post a picture of it, but she made me the most beautiful, calming Zen garden. She's so talented. Go on. <laughs> um, and I just make a bunch of little things that you could use as gifts or for yourself. Um, and I have, I actually have a sewing machine that for the things that I do. So I make them myself. I think I started this business when I was eight around like 2017. Um, but over the years, it's been starting to grow a lot more. Um, and it was really empowering for me to be able to just watch um, a bunch of like everyone, really, I follow a bunch of other small business accounts and just watching them, uh, watching them grow was helping me grow because I was not only um, being empowered by the positivity from them, but also learning how they were growing. And I was able to grow from um, their actions. And I feel like that was a very uh, good tool to be able to use to boost my business. So amazing, Leah. And I love how you're using social media as a tool for good. You know, there are so many different places we could be, things we could be watching on social media, whether it's TikTok or Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook, whatever it may be. But the fact that you're super intentional about where you're focusing your energy, you're watching other entrepreneurs who are inspiring you and empowering you. And that's just truly so it, it's so wonderful to see. And I hope that other people your age can follow your lead in, um, in really not only following accounts that enlighten them and empower them, but in also like starting something up for themselves that, that they're passionate about that, and that excites them. I, I want to know, how did you find the courage to start this business? Because we don't hear about a lot of eight-year-olds starting businesses. Well, um, I started this, it was actually, um, I probably was about seven when this happened, but I would take little like swabs of fabrics from like old clothes or um, like rags and I would cut them into little squares and I would make, I'd use like cotton balls and I'd just hand sew like little pillows that were this big. Um, and eventually from that, I took little steps to starting my business. I started to um, make a lot of crafts and STEM things, I like to call them, um, like my Zen gardens. And I just made a bunch of little creative things um, that people usually wouldn't just make all the time. And that led to me getting a sewing machine and learning more skills. And eventually, when I realized, um, the things that I could do. I wanted to be able to spread that and have other people be able to have those things. So I eventually, when I was eight, decided to start my own business. And my mom helped me a lot to be able to um, create that business and get to where I am today. That's amazing. So good. And I'm so proud. And I, I know you are too.
Uh, now, if somebody wanted to purchase one of your creations, how can they follow you on Instagram? What's your handle? Uh, so I have an Instagram. It's called uh, Leah's Little Surprises, but there's no spaces. And it's, it's Leah with, with L-E-A, right? L-E-A-S. And then it's Surprises. Um, well, Leah, yeah, Leah's Little Surprises. Little surprises. And yeah, it's the purple logo with the little gift on it. Um, and if you wanted to order, you could follow me on my TikTok account or on my Instagram and you could just DM me um, or you could text me if you do have my number. Um, and if you, yeah, that's basically how you could. That's awesome. Check out our amazing entrepreneur. I, I, I think it's amazing what you're doing. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You are inspiring me as you always do. You always do. I am going to ask a couple more questions that our Facebook community asked. I know your time is valuable, Leah, and this is our second time recording. So I'm going to make it quick. Um, okay, let's do what, what was one of your favorite girl life workshops? Um, one of my favorite girl life workshops would probably be gratitude because it learned, I learned how to get, uh, how to spread gratitude to other people and make them feel good, but also make myself feel good, which is very valuable skill that I use all the time. Um, like just everything about it, the project that we did and just every little thing that we were learning from it. Um, I learned from it. And because of that little workshop and learning about gratitude, it changed how I am today and how I treat other people. Um, like when we made the gratitude jars, because I was able to kind of just almost be able to flip a switch and be able to feel happier because I was able to see all those things that I did for other people and for what other people did to me. And it just made me feel happy like it happened all over again. And that was able to just make me um, happy whenever I needed it and made other people happy when it happened to them. So magnificent. Love, 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 love it so much. Absolutely. Uh, and I love how you still carry the messages with you of the gratitude workshop. I, as a grown woman, uh, drop my gratitudes in my gratitude jar or in a gratitude journal, because it just makes me appreciate what's good. It makes me focus more on what's good than what's not good. And isn't that what makes us all get into the better vibes, always trying to, to feel a little bit better, a little bit better, even when things are tough. So thank you for sharing that. And I guess I will end this by asking you, is there anything you want the people who are listening or watching today to know a message from Leah or something about being a girl life girl, anything you want to share? Um, well, something that I would probably want to share and for a lot of people to know is that everyone um, learns things differently and they not only learn things differently, but at their own pace. And whenever you feel like something is too much for you to not just keep trying to do it so you can get it done, but to ask yourself how you're feeling and if it if you need a break or if it's making you feel upset. And if it is, 
You need to know how to care for yourself um, when that happens, because a lot of people don't really remember that they have to take care of themselves too. Um, So something that I like to do is to just look at old things that I used to do, like my gratitude jar or my poster board, or maybe just looking at certain things that make me happy, like quotes that could bring me up and to kind of just take a break from whatever is making you feel upset or anything like that, that could bring you back up again to have the energy to be able to get whatever it is you need to done and you could feel accomplished from that, which could also make you feel really good. Amazing. I love that. Brilliant words spoken by a brilliant girl, Leah Eshigoff. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today, Leah. I appreciate you so much. I love you so much. And I think everyone's really going to enjoy hearing everything that you had to share today. 